Norman and Susan, and we're with you again on Marriage A to Z as part of the Run With Horses podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to be looking at forgiveness. So thanks for being willing to talk about this with me, Susan. I'm sure you've had to forgive me a lot and had lots of practice. Um, I won't talk about that, but (laughs) thank you for having me. So uh, when we think about forgiveness, I think the place to start with is what is forgiveness? So would you have a good definition for forgiveness? Hmm. I guess, uh, no, I don't have a good one, but to me it means that you recognize, I don't know, are you thinking like I'm forgiving somebody else or am I receiving the forgiveness? I'm just thinking of defining forgiveness. Well, um, I guess for me, I'm thinking of I need to forgive somebody else. So somebody might have hurt, might have hurt me, and I recognize and admit, all right, this is a hurt. Acknowledge that, and then um, to just give it to God and say, I'm not going to hold this against somebody anymore. I forgive them. It's an act of my will that says, all right, I understand this person did something against me, but. I will forgive them, and it will no longer take uh, be a part of our relationship, not hindering us anymore. Yeah, I think it is kind of hard to maybe come up with a good, clean yeah. definition since we didn't look it up in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, get the Webster's Dictionary to get started. But I do see it as a an act of the will. I think that was important. It's an act of the will where I, I choose, I decide uh, not to hold someone's sin against them going forward. Uh, it doesn't mean, like some people say, you know, you forgive and forget and that they're combined together. It doesn't mean that you're going to forget. It doesn't mean that it doesn't influence uh, the relationship in some ways. Uh, but it definitely is an act of the will where I'm choosing to lay that aside and move forward in the relationship assuming the best and to deal with that that one issue as one issue and not let it um, contaminate in the rest of the relationship. So I think all those are things to think about when we consider forgiveness. So uh, the next question for us is why is it important? And obviously uh, there are several different aspects to the importance of, of forgiveness. Uh, the first one is directly with our spouse. Uh, unforgiveness is very much like a um, rot in a, a fruit where it, it will slowly devour the whole fruit and then it's just worthless and uh, unforgiveness will definitely affect our relationships like that and then also uh, it does affect our relationship with God so uh, how do you see the importance of forgiveness and how it plays out in the relationship yeah unforgiveness I, I believe leads to other sins such as um, resentment or um, anger and hatred even if in the worst cases so being unforgiving really hurts yourself maybe you've heard that um, little quip that says unforgiveness is like you taking poison and hoping the other person dies or something is that how it goes but it hurts you when you don't forgive it doesn't hurt the other person well i mean it does probably but not as much as it hurts you yeah, to have a good relationship, you just have to deal with 
the things that come up, the hurts or the sins. And if you don't, then it just can't really be as firm of a relationship or as good of one. I think part of uh, unforgiveness in a, a marriage relationship, or I guess any human relationship, um, one of the things maintaining the, the attitude of forgiveness and being willing to forgive quickly and take care of things in a timely manner is that you keep a clean slate versus letting things pile up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a, a country song that says, you know, we buried the hatchet and leave the handle sticking out you know, so you can take it up again and whack people with it. I think that's what unforgiveness is. It's, mm-hmm. It brings back past things that should have been dealt with, and then they come back and pile on to the current uh, issue. Mm-hmm. And unforgiveness, just instead of having one single thing that needs to be dealt with, you end up with a, a myriad of things that are connected, and none of them have ever been really dealt with, so they're always present in your mind and the other person's mind, and there's there's guilt for wrong, and there's anger for past wrong on the other side, and all of this mixed, mixes together and makes it almost impossible to deal with any problem in the in the relationship, no matter how minor it is, because it carries this baggage that makes a light problem very very heavy. Yes, I believe that's true. I think it's also important to forgive because God tells us we have to, you know. Um, Ephesians 4:32 be kind to one another tender hearted forgiving one another even as Christ even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you and I was remembering the parable that Jesus told of the the king who was taking his servant to account and said you know oh you can't pay all right I'll forgive all of your debts and then that servant turned around and tried to get money from his servant and then he wouldn't forgive and um you know, it says someplace that, you know, if you don't forgive your brother, well, how can you expect God to forgive you? And it's kind of connected. And when we don't understand how much God has forgiven me, you yourself personally, then it's hard to forgive other people. But the more you understand how much God has forgiven you, then it should be easier to forgive other people. So that's a, a maybe an interesting question to think about. It is easier to under, to forgive someone if we understand how much God has forgiven us, but why is it that it is so hard for, for people to understand forgiveness and really to offer and seek forgiveness? Because it seems like we have trouble from both sides. The person who offends, even when they recognize it, often has trouble going and asking for forgiveness, and the person who is offended often has trouble going to the other person and saying, hey, there's a problem here. So both sides seem to to struggle with that, and this whether a Christian or an unbeliever, it seems like we have a lot of difficulties just with this idea of uh, forgiveness and working through it with someone. So why do you think that is? Well, how do you respond to that? Hmm, those are all true statements, I believe. Part of it, I mean, it's our pride. It's very vulnerable to say, "Hey, you hurt me." Um, and some people don't like conflict, so they, they just don't even want to touch it because maybe this will make it worse. Yeah, it's it's tricky. <laughs> you can't ever know what how the other person's going to respond. So, but I, if you know that this is the way that God wants you to go, then that should give confidence to you'd have to do the right thing, whether 
it's a good response or a bad response. You have to do your part to either forgive or to extend forgiveness because you only can control what you can control in your own life. Yeah, I do think that fear of man has a lot to do with it. We're afraid of what might happen, so we allow fear of what might happen keep us from from doing the right thing. And then there's also um, the fact that a lot of us are not really good at relationships. We're not good at communication, so we don't know how Mm -hmm. to approach it to begin with. Uh, And because we just don't even know how to start talking about it, um, we're afraid of putting our foot in our mouth or making it worse, so we Mm -hmm. feel like it's safer just to say nothing. Um, Which goes back to, we've already talked a little bit um, in an earlier podcast about communication, but it is forgiveness is made more difficult by the fact that we communicate poorly. Uh, we don't really learn how to communicate well, because I think if we communicate well and we've developed a really good relationship, then it is a little easier to say, well, hey, I, I, re- I respect you. I understand kind of where you're coming from, and I'm willing to listen. I've practiced listening in other contexts. So now that forgiveness and something more serious is at stake, we've developed a way of, of communicating that allows us to get to the heart of the issue, showing respect, showing love, and actually dealing with the problem, not attacking the other person or not avoiding responsibility. But it does, I think some of the difficulty comes back to we are terrible communicators. <laughs> Probably true. So one more uh, issue thinking about why it's so important to forgive Um it does affect our relationship with God. I think when we allow unforgiveness in our heart, uh, any sin, but this seems to be a common in relationships, you're going to offend other people, you're going to be offended, uh, and if you're holding on to that, um, it definitely is going to hinder your uh, your relationship with God, your ability to respond and hear uh, the Holy Spirit's leading in your life. Uh, it's going to hinder your prayers. And certainly in a marriage relationship where we should be trying to build each other up and encourage each other to grow in Christ likeness, you can't do that if you have unforgiveness toward the person. You're not really thinking about building them up. Um, mm-hmm. You're holding on to this grudge, and it's it's definitely going to hinder your relationship and your relationship with God. So maybe to make this more practical, how do you think you can forgive somebody, or how should we forgive people? Quickly and completely, I think would be the short answer. Um, I think it, it becomes much more difficult to forgive someone when we wait. Uh, the longer it festers and you think about it and you think about what could be and what might have been and what they should have done and what you should have done, you build this whole false narrative in your mind that is unrelated to the other person or to what happened or what might happen. It's just all fantasy at that point in time. Um, and so sometimes the issue becomes bigger. Hmm. So I think dealing with it quickly is one of the most important things when we think about how. Uh, when you're offended, look for the first opportunity. I mean, you don't necessarily want to do it in front of um, your whole family or in front of the whole church. Or you know, There's lots of situations where you're going to go, I, I probably want to wait a few hours. Or if you're really upset, you know, you might want to wait until you get beyond that and be able to spend some time with God first and pray and and you need to have already forgiven the person before you go to them. Hmm. That, I think, is the um, 
the exception to the quickly. I mean, if it takes you a little bit of time to really work through that with God, you need to work through that first. You don't want to go to the, to the other person saying, I haven't forgiven you, and I'm trying to determine whether I'm going to or not. And mm-hmm. it's going to be based on your response. If you do that, you run the danger of holding on to this unforgiveness, and it just it's going to eat you up. Mm-hmm. So you do want to deal with it quickly, and you can do it quickly in your heart. Uh, and then as quickly as possible, go to the person. Um, but you want to make sure that uh, as far as how that you forgive someone, go before God, give it to God, uh, ask him to um, help you to forgive. You need to have the Holy Spirit's working, the power of God to work in your life and and genuinely forgive regardless of how the other person responds. Uh, they can ten- deny it till they're blue in the face. Uh, they can make it worse, but you need to have hmm. um forgiven them so that this no longer has control over you. Because if you have unforgiveness, this controls you. Uh, so mm-hmm. to quickly do it and then to completely do it where it is it is no longer between you and God. Is it an issue between you and that person? Um, it is something you need to deal with. But if you've completely forgiven them, once you've gone and talked to them, their response uh, doesn't change the fact that you've forgiven them or that your path, your relationship with God is unchanged. So I think, I don't know, it's a little bit long answer to say quickly, and then uh, primarily you need to have done the work in your heart first before you go to the person and not let the uh, the other person's response determine whether or not you forgive them. Wow, that's good. I've never thought of it that way, to forgive before you go talk to them about forgiving but that is a key thing i think yeah if we don't do that then we're we're kind of like i'm prepared to withhold forgiveness right. you know if you're not mm-hmm. sufficiently repentant exactly. um, then i'm going to hold on to that and that's going to hurt me i mean if the person mm-hmm. denies they did anything they may never ask for forgiveness so it means what i'm going to hold on to that unforgiveness until i die and just have this bitterness forever well that's mm-hmm. not a good way to live no so at some point in time um particularly in issues that are not as big, you have to be willing to say, I've forgiven and moved on, even if the person doesn't acknowledge they were wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's, again, I'm not going to bring that back. I'm not going to allow that to hurt our relationship going forward. I made an attempt to to talk about it and give them an opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, to confess or repent, and they didn't. So as far as I'm concerned, I've, I've done my part. It's done, it's done with. And I think that helps me Mm -hmm. and it's easier to see how this works in relationships that are not with your spouse because you know and a larger issue with your spouse is going to be more likely hey you're actually going to have to have time to talk about and really work through and you want to have some acknowledgement of wrongs particularly if they're ongoing Mm -hmm. Um, but it still has to i think it has to start in in your heart and be complete in your heart so that the other person's response um doesn't allow you to main that problem to maintain a foothold in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that has helped me with forgiving somebody else is um, once I've decided, I've made that choice, I'm going to forgive this person. Yes, they hurt me or they 
did something against me, but I've given that up. I'm not holding on to that anymore. I've forgiven that person. And actually, I've gone to the lengths of writing it down. Like on this day, I forgave this person for this deed and signed my name. And just knowing that I've given my word like that has helped me because then when I'm tempted to rehash the situation again, I'll stop myself and say, no, I forgave that person. I am not going to think about that anymore. And you mentioned, you know, forgive and forget. And in my mind, that's sort of like an active forgetting. Mm-hmm. So and to me, that has been super helpful to just say, I'm not going that down that road again. It's over in my mind. I've already decided I'm forgiven that person. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing not to dwell on that. Right. And, that, and that not really letting important. yourself do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important. And part of that, there there are issues both in the marriage and in other relationships where uh, it was not intentional. Someone did something that offended you or hurt you, but it wasn't intentional, and you know it was not intentional. Um, some of those, if you can completely deal with it in your heart, you don't actually need to go with them. Right. There are things that were, it was an accident, it was a mistake, or it just, they, they weren't aware that this would bother you mm-hmm. or that it would hurt you, where it's not something that you need to go to them. Um, it depends on your relationship. You may want to, particularly if it's something that could be ongoing so that this doesn't happen again. Or it might um, hurt somebody else, Or it might too. hurt someone else, right. But if it was something that was, uh, this is an, an unusual thing, and there's no way they could have known that this would hurt me, uh, if I can give that to God without going to them, I will do that. I, and I won't feel the need. You know, if, if I'm really forgiven them, I don't feel the need to go to them. Um, if it's not an ongoing behavioral issue, if it's, you know, just a mistake that they made or something they did that they were unaware of. Yeah, love covers a multitude mm-hmm. of sins. Yeah. All right. One thing thinking about forgiveness that we wanted to, to cover was how to actually go to the person and what to say, because I know a lot of people would say something like, you know, hey, I'm, uh, I'm sorry that hurt you. And they would consider that uh, their confession and repentance. <laughs> and, and they're not really repentant at all. Mm-hmm. They really don't really accept uh, that it was an issue except with you. It's your problem that you're offended by that. That's just the way they are. Or that was not their intention, so they don't need to ask for forgiveness. I mean, there's uh, lots of things they could be thinking or just not thinking. They're just not really mm-hmm. taking it seriously. So that's an inappropriate way to ask for forgiveness. So how would you recommend to someone to, um, if you need to ask for forgiveness, how should you go about that? Uh, well, in, I've had some counseling backgrounds and or like study and something that was recommended is to use a lot of the I message like I felt this way or I instead of you did this and you did you know so to make it more from hey I felt uncomfortable or I was hurt by I mean that's when you have to go and ask for forgiveness um, but to say hey, look, I'm sorry, or I was wrong. Those kinds of words are really helpful. I was wrong because I did this and this and this. And it, I think it's good to list out at least the major ways that you see that you've hurt the other person. And then to ask for forgiveness, uh, that's like the the deepest level of humility and to to really show your repentance and your heart that you do feel the offense for the other person. 
Um, I probably tend to say something like, please forgive me. It's not like, will you forgive me? Because if you ask, then you are waiting for the other person to respond. And that's like, ah, so hard. But uh, th that would be the best, I suppose. <laughs> How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's true. You have you have to have a genuine apology that recognizes that what you did or said hurt the other person. So it starts with listening. I mean, I think if you hurt someone and it's definitely um, an important relationship, you want to have that discussion about the issue to, so that you really understand um, how this hurt the other person. And then you can use those exact words. You know, I, I'm sorry that um, when I said this that it made you feel, um, I don't know, it made you feel a certain way or it, it hurt your, uh, I'm not sure, it depends on the issue. You kind of have to have a specific issue to, to figure out the right words, but you want to recognize based on what the person who is hurt says, how this made them feel or how, what it made them think or how it hurt them and rec and acknowledge that. Say, I apologize for hurting you in this way. I think something you've done with me has been really effective. Um, I know you've said to me, I, it wasn't my intention to do this or that. And that really helped me because sometimes I think I assume or I just attribute this negative motive to you or to somebody else. And to hear, oh, that wasn't my intention kind of helps clarify that for me. Yeah. So yeah it thank is, you. It is good to, um, to assume to not assume uh, poor motives for people in general, if we can do that. But when we ask for forgiveness, we do need to recognize, um, because I, at least in my, in our relationship, it seems like when we have done something, it, it's not been our intention. We're not being malicious or trying to hurt the other person. Mm -hmm. It's more um, maybe ignorance or maybe just not thinking Curious, or yeah. just unaware that this was something that you should have talked about, particularly with a young married couple that's just getting started. There's so many things that you've done on your own and decisions you made without having to consult with anybody to go, I'd never considered that that was something that, that I should consult with you about. I'm sorry. I just it, it never crossed my mind. It wasn't my intention to leave you out of it or make a decision without you. I just, uh, that was just my, my fault. I did not even consider that, that mm -hmm. I'm part of a new relationship now and to recognize that. So I think in, in new marriages, you're still working through um, what are the issues we need to talk about. So you're going to have some of those that come up. The more you're married, the more you're, the longer you're married, the more you're going to have um, a better foundation for how you make certain kinds of decisions and, a, and better awareness of, of what kinds of conversations you need to have with what level of decisions. Although new things come up and you're still going to make those kind of mistakes and go, yeah, I just didn't even think about it. I was, it was rushed and, you know, I was busy and I just, I did this and I, I wouldn't, I didn't stop and think mm -hmm. and to be able to go and, and apologize and say, Hey, I was wrong in doing that. Uh, what can we do? Part, part of the confession and repentance in a marriage should be, what can I do to keep from doing this again? Or what can we implement as a couple that would help us not come to this point again? Right. So how can we, mm -hmm. Um, build better lines of communication really it comes back to, I think, a lot of uh, the issues we have as married couples. Um, regular communication is going to allow us time to talk about things that are coming up and figure out where we are and, and what we think about them. So um, a good foundation of communication helps before, during, and after when forgiveness is part of the problem. Okay, the last thing I wanted us to look at today was 
accepting forgiveness. You know, it's, uh, and I think this is an issue both with other people and then with us with God. Many people, even though they've been forgiven, they carry guilt or they continue to feel bad. Mm-hmm. And you can you can feel so bad and carry so much guilt into the relationship that you hurt the relationship even though you've been forgiven mm-hmm. by continually bringing up things that you did. The other person's not bringing it up. You're bringing it up and mm-hmm. apologizing again for something that's been forgiven. So um, how do you accept forgiveness? And it's true that the other person might not forget it, but they've chosen to not dwell on it. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you stop dwelling on it so that you can move on when you're the one that has been in the wrong? Yeah, I think you just have to cling to some verse of the Bible. I think a great one is Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And if God doesn't condemn me, who am I to condemn myself? I think that's very clear. But there may be other ones that speak to a person more specifically or in a different way. But I think that one's a really good one. Yeah. And part of with the spouse is choosing to believe them, You're choosing to trust. you. They said that they forgive you. Right. You choose to accept them at their word. Uh, and it may be difficult to do, but that is important mm. to learn that as we go forward. So accepting forgiveness is mm-hmm. um, one last piece of that puzzle for how do we maintain a good relationship. We, in the middle of a life where we are going to sin, we're going to be sinned against, and it's an mm-hmm. ongoing battle to not let that hinder our lines of communication with our spouse or with God. Remember, ultimately, that forgiveness is based on what Christ did on the cross. Mm-hmm. And I know, ultimately, that I'm forgiven. And even uh, in the face of a life where I, I'm going to continually be making mistakes and need to ask for forgiveness, I know that uh, ultimate forgiveness is based on what Christ did. I can claim that. And I can go forward and ask for forgiveness in this life, knowing that God doesn't expect perfection. Uh, If your husband or wife is uh, walking with you in the spiritual journey, then they're not expecting perfection either. And we can both cling together to the cross uh, and just give, give thanks. And every opportunity to forgive and ask for forgiveness is an opportunity to be reminded that uh, our awesome God has uh, forgiven us and accepted us and we can accept each other based on the acceptance that we've received. Amen.